Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It is Wednesday, August 17th. I am back in my hometown. Well, not my hometown. My hometown's actually Princeton, and that's where I've been, but... 16 hours later drive from yesterday um, with the dogs in the back uh, and God love them. <clears throat> so I get back after 16 hours of driving and we get in the, the the house. I feed them dinner. They're kind of running around. They're excited. They're they're realizing they're home, blah, blah, blah. And I, I mentioned car ride and the ears went up. I think I posted it on Twitter. I think I may have posted it, you know, as a story on um on Instagram as well, but I'm live on Twitch now too. So I'm saying hi to everybody on Twitch. Who's watching. I think the two people who are watching, um, I've got to build that up. I I promise, you know, I've, I've talked with a lot of folks about the newsletter. It looks like a lot of people like the newsletter, which means more work for me. I've been telling everybody over and over again at the heart of things. I am just lazy. I am retired. I am lazy. I'm enjoying the things that I need to do. Um, the one of the things that I would like to do is probably a newsletter and I won't charge for it, um, but I can monetize it. And so that's kind of where if I can get paid for it, I'll do it. I do get monetized this podcast, so I do get paid for it. Um, you guys sponsor me and and throw me your tips when you make a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. Speaking of a lot of money, um, is anybody still in Boyle? Because I, I have mentioned Boyle being in this one. And the MACD cross-up at 98 that we saw. Um, I've been telling you guys, hey, when it dipped down to 70, buy it while it's down here. Buy it. Even if it goes to 40, it's going to 150. It's at 108 right now. Um, Let me look at the 50. We'll look at Boyle from a... I've got to start Active Trader Pro. I forgot to start Active Trader Pro. Um, Boyle's 52-week range, 2368 to 140.50. It's 23% off of its highs. It's 356% above its 52-week low. God, what I wouldn't do to go back in time and uh, invest in this one at 23.68. I'm logging into uh, uh, Active Trader Pro right now, and I'm sure it's going to give me the, hey, we recognize that you're in a uh, different city, so text us. Just to make sure that you're still okay. Ooh, it didn't. I guess it recognized the computer. Um, but hey, I and I talked with somebody. Shout out to uh, I won't mention your name because you didn't ask me to look at a, a stock, so I'm not kind of shouting out. But he works at the 401k uh, support division of Fidelity, and he was like, "Hey, thanks for shouting out Fidelity." I will tell you guys, and I t- just like I told him, Fidelity doesn't pay me. They don't give me a stipend for new customers. I know a lot of you guys have moved over there. I think most of the kids that I teach um, and adults that I teach stock trading and and stock charting to, um, they have moved to Fidelity. Uh, I love Fidelity. I will tell you their support is beyond um, anything that you get at Robinhood. People complain about, try and get your money out of Robinhood. Just do a test. Take half your money out of Robinhood. You know, you can put it back in. Takes a week, takes two weeks. Um, Fidelity, uh, even TD Ameritrade, the other one that I really liked, um, it doesn't take that long at all. Uh, I think it took me three or four days to move my stuff from TD Ameritrade over to Fidelity. Uh, At one point years ago, I moved stuff from Fidelity, but it has been years. Um, But if you're in Boyle, throw me a tip. Hit that support button on Anchor. I think it's A-N-C-H-R dot F-M. Um, let me make sure. Hold on. Anchor. Anchor. A-N-C-O-R dot F-M slash daily stock pick slash support. Um, I know I do more than one. Day. I initially started this podcast thinking, hey, I'm going to do... Uh, 
Ooh, 404. Uh, why did I get that? Um, daily, daily stock pick slash support. I got a 404. I don't know why. Um, sorry, we couldn't find the page that you're looking for. There we go. Anchor.fm slash daily stock pick support slash support. Um, throw me a bone. Hit me up. Uh, and if you, just if you're in Boyle, if you're in Boyle, you owe me. I know you owe me for turning you on to Boyle. So hit me up on that one. Um, but Boyle is going crazy. I'll talk about all that stuff. Uh, I wanted to go over Target. Target missed. They do have inventory problems. Um, I've been telling you guys, hey, it ran up into earnings. Um, it's down about two, two and a half percent at 175. Um, if you guys got in with the MACD cross up, and I was at 144. So you've made quite a bit of money here if you're trading it. My personal opinion, and I said this before I started recording on Twitch, but my personal opinion, it's going to cover this gap up to 212 at some point this year. Not today. It is pulling back today. Yesterday with Walmart, this thing went from, um, it looks like about 175 up to 183 uh, in, pre in, in the market trading. Um, we have to look at uh, Bed Bath & Beyond too, and, and I'll talk about that one. But Target, you're down. You know, guys, here's the thing. You've had a two-month rally. Um, all the way since June 16th, which was where the MACD crossed up initially. In the algorithm, you go from 144 um, and you're still in this trade. Now, there's a gap here between 167 and 165. I think if the market pulls back and we start to see some type of pullback in this market, um, I think that's where we're pulling back to. And F. Twitch is telling me poor connection. If you're watching on there, I'm not going to worry about it, but it's telling me poor connection. Maybe I'll move you over here. Um, but Target is, and sorry about my ADD. I had, you know, tons of sleep. So I've got tons of issues uh, with ADD. Um, but Target, I, again, Target with the algorithm, if you're trading this one, you make 72%. Um, the average win is 8%. The average loss is 3%. Buying and holding target gets you 18%. But I say this all the time. You can make more money buying and holding uh, a, a stock like Target, a stock like Walmart, a stock like Apple than you can trading it. There's no way you can time your way in and out. Um, Tesla, no way you can time your way in and out. Target, in my mind, uh, let's take a look at their PE um, <clears throat> their PE is 14.94 and I'm not pausing this um this podcast today for my coughs and stuff. Um I may pause it to get some water but um yeah, I'm going to pause it to get some water. I'll be right back. Okay, I got my water. Uh I'm toasting you on Twitch. But Target uh I again, it's a a long-term play. Their PE is 14. Um they are 33% below their 52-week high of 268. They are 31% off their 52-week low. So you're buying in the middle of their 52-week range. Doesn't mean that it's going back up to that 268. That's quite a bit of um, PE. If it does, I think this was one of the ones that was overvalued. But while you wait, you get a 2.4% dividend. Um, and their dividend, I know they announced it, but it just came up. Um, it, it, I don't know when their ex-dividend date is. Let's see. Target ex-dividend date 816. So it just, just got paid. So you don't have a catalyst on this one. Um, if you wanted to take your profit from that trade where I said, hey, get in at 144, if you got in at the 150s and you want to take your profit here in the 170s, um, I, I, I wouldn't blame you, uh, because I do think that that one, that, that little gap there, it's kind of got a volume shelf as well. If we break below 165, um, you're probably going back down to 150. Kind of personal opinion there. Um, uh, that's where I think. Now, uh, let's talk about Lowe's. Lowe's beat. So Lowe's is up 
Um, it's a, it's up slightly. Let me L O W. Let me look at uh, Active Trader Pro. Um, I think it came back down to where it closed at two fourteen. Uh, the bid and the ask are two seventeen. So it's up slightly. Nothing crazy. Uh, this one had a MACD cross up way back June twenty fourth, just like Target. Um, most retailers do. It's been a huge, huge way up. Now there's a gap here between one ninety eight and one ninety five. Um, I think when the market gets taken back down, that's where you go. Um, it, it's just a matter of time before this market gets taken back down. <clears throat> I think we've we've had two months here where you've seen a, a bull run. You're going to get Fed meetings today, uh, for the Fed meeting notes. And when the notes come out, it's going to be from a time where, remember, the Fed had just gotten the inflation reading of uh, July, and it was still high. Uh, or I'm sorry, June, it was still high. They raised uh, 75 basis points. The expectation in this market, my personal opinion, is the 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 market is pricing in a 50 point rate hike in September. If for some reason the notes come out and say, "Hey, there's a 75 point uh, rate hike." Um, in September, and that's what we want, um, uh, then that would change the direction of the market, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't think we're going huge negative, but we're due for a pullback. We've had crazy days here. Um, so that's kind of my, you know, you look at the how. Let's move into the housing market. Weekly mortgage demand down at its lowest level in 22 years, down 18% from last year. Refi down 82% from last year. Uh, you guys know I had said, hey, DVN was a great play. Um, this is not Devin, uh, DRV. DRV is the play. Uh, this is a triple levered bear uh, on the real estate market. Now, here's the thing. The real estate market is going bad, but DRV is going down. And the reason is because stocks have been going up. Now, DRV is at 29 um, on the RSI. That MACD hasn't crossed over. The last trade, two trades that you had, you lost um, 4% and it looks like 3% on this one. Um, it's down at 35 um, the RSI is at 29, uh, DRV at some point, again, with every bull market comes a bear market. When the bear market turns, DRV will go back up. Is it going back up to the 60 that we saw, um, back in June? I don't think so. Um, you know, again, if you buy it at 35 and it goes to 60, kudos to you. Um, but I, I, I just don't think that it's going there. The average win on my algorithm on this one is 9.8%. So it doesn't have a MACD cross up yet. Um, let me just zoom in on the MACD. It does look like it's heading there, but that's just because today we're going down. Um, now if today is like Monday and we go down and then have a rally into the close, eh, DRV probably won't do the cross up. So um, that's your look at the housing market. Now, Boyle, let's look at Boyle, um, and KOLD and UCO and SCO. Some of these Boyle, you had a cross up here. And I know I, I, I called this out August 11th at 9814. Um, it's trading at 108. Let's see where it is. I think it's at one, 110. I'm going into after 112. It's at 112. Um, let's see if it has confirmation on a five minute window. It does. Um, God, it's going nuts. It's trading just in a five minute window between 109 and 112. Jeez. Um, let's look at a two day. If I can pull up a two day. Uh, there we go. Um, God, it's crazy. Yeah. It's got all the confirmation. It's, it's almost outside the Bollinger bands. Um, in this five minute window, but, uh, natural gas is going nuts. Um, you did have that MACD cross up. Let's look at the opposite KOLD, uh, which has been the trade. You got out with a 30% loss. Remember that 1480 on July 18th. And I said, yeah, I just don't trust it. 
Well, KOLD has been going down ever since. So you lost on that trade. You made on the 20% on the last one. Um, so, oh, hold on one second. I got to, I'm going to pause this real quick. Sorry, I'm still dealing with uh, some technology issues. My charge, my trackpad didn't move. But KOLD, um, Boyle has been your play. It will continue to be the play probably all the way until um, the winter in Europe. But uh, let's look at UCO. I'm going to look at LNG too. But UCO, um, this one, you were out as of yesterday with a loss. Now, oil is continuing to go down. I don't know what WTI is. Let's look at WTI. I'm just going to WTI price. Um, WTI, do, 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 do. Let me see. WTI. Um, uh Oil, oh, oil price. God, I'm a mess this morning. This is going to be like a two-hour um, podcast. 86.53. 86.53 is where it's at. Um, the the uh, governments of the world want this below 80. The uh, producers of the world want this above 120. At some point, this is going above 120. Um, I'm not saying, you know, buy and pray uh, on UCO. I am saying trade it smartly. You would be out of that one right now. The RSI, though, it's way down. It's at 38. UCO, uh, you know, again, when it gets down to this level, you get a little pop on it. Um, can you day trade UCO? Let's take a look at UCO in the um, Active Trader Pro. UCO doesn't have any support level right now, particularly. It's at 30, 3266, 3284 is where it closed. It's probably going to go down. But, you know, again, SCO has been your play. Let's look at SCO. The last few trades, I think you won on. No, the last trade you lost on. But yesterday you did get a buy-in, a, a MACD cross-up at 2632 of, you, of SCO. SCO. This is the inverse. So when oil goes down, SCO goes up. That's what you want. But the RSI on SCO is $60, $60.31, not dollars. Um, but the MACD is crossing up. So your your volume is all in SCO. Uh, UCO doesn't have the volume to support it right now. It's kind of got a low volume. Uh, not super low, but it's kind of in the middle range as to where we're going. But Again, you know, oil is one of those things. In my opinion, it's going up. Um, boils up. Let's look at LNG because that's the one. If you remember, Josh Brown said, hey, when it hits 150, it's going to take off. And and that's exactly what it did. We kind of called this one out. And I said, 150 is your stock price. I think it dipped down to about 142 on that day. Um, it kind of hovered. It hit 150, then pulled back a little. You're at 161 right now. Uh, LNG, I, I've kind of told you guys about this one. Personally, I didn't get into it. Probably should have. Again, I, I say this a lot. Uh, I should have gotten into this one. The RSI right now is crazy at 74. It's totally overbought. Uh, I, on any pullback on this one, back towards 150, I'd say you buy it. At 161, eh, could you go to 180? Let's look at the, the Finviz one, um, LNG. Uh, let's look at some of the price targets. Um, on November 18th, the price target was 122. You're at 160 right now. So, uh, Chenier and Golar are aggressive growth stocks. Um, G... LNG and GLNG, and if you want to see a little bit about this, just go to Finviz. It's the top story. Um, you can look at it. They're uh, 96% off their 52-week low. They are 1% above um, their 52-week high. So they're setting 52-week highs here. Performance year-to-date, 59%. Everything about this stock says it's good. You get a slight dividend of 082 Nothing huge. Their forward PE is 10. Um, let's look at GLNG. Uh, Golar LNG Limited. Um, God, this one has been a crazy one too. 
129% year to date. They're 2% above their 52-week high. It's crazy. I mean, you know, this one over the past, God, since just the middle of August, you've gone from 22 to 28. Crazy what this stock is doing. So um, I do think that you can, uh, you can, you can make your money in, in natural gas. So um, that's the look at natural gas. Let me look at my notes. Elon, and, and then we're going to go into, uh, by the way, you know, in, in my mind, I think this market, we're going to chop around. We are definitely going to move um, up and down. I don't think you're going to see something straight up. I think you're going to see um, like the pullback on target today. I, in my mind, I think you wait until this one gets around the 160 mark. I think it's going to cover that one. Um, and we pull back and, and you buy it. You know, like I've said, Google, let's look at Google real quick because Google is one that I've been big on. Uh, 120, uh, I said, hey, when that one was at around 100, 105, buy it. You'd be up 20% right now. The algorithm had you buy in at 112. You're still in that trade. There's a huge gap here between 105 and 108. Um, also a gap between 117 and 118. At 121, you've got all the confirmation in the world on this one. But the RSI is at 67. The MACD is crossing up, and it's way above. It's got to go to come down. Um, volume is trending downward. This stock probably has just had its run. But it's, it's, it's up there. Um, you look at ETHE, uh, this one. Uh, we've, we've been talking about Ether. You've been in this one since, what, yeah, June. June 22nd, you had a buy-in at $7.20. You are at $14.60. You've doubled your money. Doubled your money in that one. Um, let's look at uh, Apple. Apple, I've been telling folks, hey, if you're trading it, probably take some money off the table. You're at a close to a 52-week high. Let me see. Um, let's look at APL. You are 5% away from your 52-week high. You are 34% above your 52-week low, um, which came on, let's see, uh, AAPL. Your 52-week low, 129, came on June 16th. God, a 30% gain in Apple within two months uh, if, you, if you bought at the lows, if you timed it right. Um. You know, I, I, I was telling folks, hey, buy, make sure you buy into this one. But I do think that we're going to chop around. I'll take a look at the SPY chart um, tomorrow just to overall look at the market. I want to see a down day today, um, you know, with target numbers, lows. TJ Maxx is down. Um, you know, retail's just kind of ho-hum. Walmart, the only reason Walmart was up was it wasn't as bad as everybody expected. It wasn't good. But it just wasn't as bad as everybody expected. So Walmart had already pre-warned, hey, we're going to be bad. And it just wasn't as bad. So um, that, that's where we're at. Uh, let's see. Uh, Elon tweeted he was buying Manchester United and then said it was a joke. I don't know if he knew it was a publicly traded company. Um, but let's look up the Manchester Man U is the symbol. Uh, the stock has been going nuts. Nuts. Uh, this one, ironically, you had a buy-in at $10.62 back on July 14th. Um, let's see, where is it today? He's been, it's been going up and down. But it closed at $12.78. It's at $13.42. This one got all the way up to $15. Um, early in the trading when it opened up, uh, it's kind of settled here at 1345, which is still up. There's no reason for him to, you know, do that. This, uh, I mean, he's CEO of a Fortune 500 company who's tweeting about purchasing another stock. He's gotten into trouble with Twitter. Um, he's gotten into trouble with the SEC. It's a mess. Now, uh, I do think... Um, Squawk Square on uh, Twitter. I follow him. He's a Tesla nair, so he's made a ton of money off of Tesla. Uh, he's trading it, and he does a lot of uh, charity where he'll 
trade the options on Tesla and then donate like 25 grand or five grand a day or something like that um, to a charity. <clears throat> and so he is saying buy the dip on Tesla. Um, the man you thing, uh, Elon could be in trouble. And if he gets in trouble and for some reason the SEC, who hates Tesla, <clears throat> I mean, make no, no bones about it. This administration does not like Elon. Um, Elon has been a thorn in their side. I don't know why. Again, they stand for climate change. It just makes no sense. They're just bitter, this administration. But um, it is what it is. But I, I don't know that it's by the dip. We've been capitulating here between 9.50 and about 8.50. Um, you're at the high end where you're trading at 9.14 right now. Uh, I, I continue to say 700 is where you want this. There's a gap here between 764 and 745. If we move down, the, the volume shelf is right at 734. I think, you know, again, I say 700 is your buy-sell kind of ratio on the, 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 the line. Anything under 700, you buy. Anything over 700, you sell. Uh, I sold half my lot at 750. I haven't purchased it back in. Um, I still have a significant stake in Tesla. Uh, let me pull it up. And this is why I'm not doing screenshots because they go into my personal uh, Fidelity account a lot to tell you guys exactly what I have. I still have uh, $30,000 worth of Tesla. So uh, I'm sitting pretty on this one. Um, I, again, I sold half my lot. And there's the dog in the background. Let me hit pause real quick. <clears throat> okay, Twitch just had a... Uh, a fun little interaction where I got the high high pitched baby voice talking to my dogs. If you don't talk to your dogs with a high pitched baby voice, I don't want to know you. I just don't want to know you. Uh, I talk to dogs on the street like that. So, um, but yeah, Tesla. Uh, I would move my target to seven fifty. That's kind of where I'm at on Tesla. Nine thirteen. If it dips under nine hundred in this run, I think he can buy it. Again, I, I you know, I, they've got their, the catalyst that they have is August 25th. They have a three for one stock split. If you don't think that, that the retail traders are going to go nuts on this one, you're, you're sadly mistaken. They're going to drive this one up from about $200 back up to $500. You watch. You just watch. Um, Zim, we talked about shippers a lot, and I saw this one cross. Uh, did they have their earnings? Something, yeah, they had their earnings. They are down in pre-market. Um, they are down from fifty down to forty something. Let me look at what happened and see if I can find on Vinviz what exactly happened. Their PE is one. Um, Zim financial reports for the second quarter. Uh, there's no new um, analyst stuff. They recorded uh, continued to deliver very strong margins. Reaffirmed. 2022 full year guidance, increased quarterly dividend payout to 30% of net income. Declared Q2 dividend of approximately $571 million or $4.75 per share. So they're going to pay a, it's a huge dividend. Um, their dividend is 43.91%. I mean, it's huge. They're going to have a huge, huge dividend. Um, and they're down. Let's see. Uh, I want to look at Zim. Uh, I'm on Active Trader Pro now. 48.20. They're down. Uh, they went all the way down to 46. You're going to see this one go down. There's 10% short interest in this. Um, they have 10-day volume of trading, 3 million shares. 90-day volume is 4 million shares. Uh, when I pull it up in the algorithm, you had a buy-in at 49.06. You are below that uh, right now. Um, at 48.20. So my assumption is you probably should have taken your profits before. Um, it, it, it's got a MACD cross down. It's going to get you out um, at some point, but the nine day is still above the 21. So it still has some type of um, confirmation here. The RSI is at 52. It's in no man's land. This one, the performance on the algorithm, average win is 16%. So when it tells you to get in, you get in. Now, there were nine wins and nine losses. 
Why not get in on that one? 79% is great. Your average wins 16%. Wow. But here's the thing. Your uh, performance of 79% with the algorithm is outpaced by just buying and holding at 343%. So still a great stock, still a great pick. Um, I think with this dip, you buy on weakness. Again, their their 52-week range is $40.67 to $91.23. You're closer to the 52-week low than you are the high. You're 44% away from the high. You're 25% above the, 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 the low. Uh, Year-to-date performance, you're down 13%. Um, But you've got a 44% dividend, so you're getting some money back. Uh, That is what it is. Um, Before we go into our... uh, I wanted to take a look at a couple of stocks that we've looked at. And because um, it's retail week, let's look at Costco. Costco doesn't have their earnings until September 22nd. And that's really um, the, the catalyst. I had said, hey, anything under 500, you buy on this one. You're at 553 right now. The algorithm, and I know I went over this. And if you guys listened, the algorithm said buy it June 22nd at 415, 459. It didn't time the bottom. The, the low was way back in May 25th at 436. Costco is a super well-run uh, company. At some point, they will raise the membership. And when they raise the membership, I think it's $40 million they get just by a dollar um, each year, that, which is, a, you know, doesn't sound like much in a, a billion, do, you know, billion dollars that they re- report every quarter, but anything helps. They're not raising the, the hot dog. There's a Twitter account for the hot dog. Uh, but the next catalyst are the earnings. Now, right now, I probably wouldn't buy it. It's been on quite a run of late. Uh, the RSI is at 64. It is overbought. Um, the MACD is crossing up, but it's crossing up rather high. Wait for this one to come back down. But I wanted to go over Costco just as an example of kind of almost a long buy and hold. Um, retail in my mind, I don't know. You know, I do hold Target and I hold Walmart, smaller positions. Targets, I, I've got a little bit of a larger position. Let's say, um, I think I go over this. What do I have? Yeah, I have about $18,000 in Target. Um, it started out as a $10,000 trade. So, uh, and that was just last year. So it is what it is. Costco is great. Costco's got a slight dividend. Um, when we look at Costco and their PE, their PE is 43. Now, when you look at Target and it's different models, their PE is 14. When you look at Walmart, uh, their PE is 29. So Costco is expensive. But Costco is based on that membership. And so it's a solid, solid business. They continue to grow their membership. They continue to be a store. I dare you to go to Costco on a Saturday. Go to any Costco on a Saturday. You'll, you'll blow, you know, you'll pull your, the hair out of your head. Um, Costco, July 14th, upgraded from Deutsche Bank, um, 579 price target. They're almost at that right now, 553. So they're going to have to take their, their stuff up. Um, Cleveland Cliffs. And, and I've got to talk about the elephant in the room right now before the scans. But Cleveland Cliffs, um, I had said, hey, get into this at 14. You're almost at 20 right now. Uh, I had said anything, 15, 16, 17. You're almost at 20 right now. Uh, it is so overbought right now. It's at 64 on the RSI. That MACD is super high up. Uh, their catalyst is earnings on October 20th. They just announced their earnings. Ever since their earnings, they were trading at about 15. Um, they're at 20, 25%. Uh, I, you know, you're, the algorithm makes you 175% in this one. The uh, buying and holding makes you 201%. Your average win on this one is 16%. Fantastic trade on this one. If you got in, high five, tip me at the support uh, site. Um, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Those are the two that let's look at PBR before I do that. PBR, uh, Petro Brasilio. Uh, Tom had briefed on this one, a huge dividend. And on the X dividend date, it went from 15 down to 1350 and it's trading at 1370 right now. I'm sorry. It went all the way down to 1261. Um, Great, fantastic trade. 
Tom, if you're in on this one, high five. Um, the algorithm got you in July 18th at $11. You rode this one all the way up to $15 before the dividend, which was a huge dividend, by the way, um, like 2 or $3, somewhere in that neighborhood. Well, let's see. It went from $15 um, down to 12 so it was like $3, $3 a share. Huge dividend. Uh, and you've gotten the, the, the price coming back up even after that. So uh, this is oil. PBR, uh, Paul Brady Rodeo. Great, great trade. Now, an even better trade. <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond, BBBY. This is a stock that has zero value. Let me repeat that. It has zero value. This is not something you're trading based on Ryan Cohen making this a huge company. Um, it is similar to GameStop. GameStop is kind of in the same realm. This one's up 40% in pre-market after being up 300%. The algorithm had you buy in on August 4, 1st at 494. There is no way I would brief on it and say buy it at 494. It's at $25. Let me see. BBBY. It's at, I'm sorry, $27. It was at $25 when I was just seeing it scroll past. It's at $27. That $4, you know, you five times your money, 500%. What? Almost six times, 600%. Um, so if you had put in uh, $10,000, like, you know, I do on my normal trade at $494, say at $5, you put in, you know, um, $10,000. That $10,000 would be $60,000 right now within a matter of two weeks. That Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, August 1st. So uh, Ryan Cohen is buying out-of-the-money calls, huge options, uh, at $60 and $80. Um, they have a short percentage of 42%. That's just reportable shorts. That was on July 29th. I guarantee it's even more short right now. And are they, you know, is Citadel going to come and, and bail out Robinhood again? It, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, uh, yeah, Jim Cramer is, is tweeting about it again. Um, there is nothing in this stock. If you want to trade it, kudos to you. Here's what you might see happen. The problem is at $28 per share, it is so overvalued uh, because they're losing money. Um, they can't make money. There is no strategy in this one that makes them money. Uh, it is similar to GameStop, which is still losing money, by the way, and is a $5 stock at any option. Um, it is probably a worthless stock, to be honest with you, without it being run up. But Bed Bath & Beyond, what they can do, what the CEO can do is issue shares. And so... The shorts who are dying to get out of their position because they continue to lose money, um, say they issue 10 million shares. Well, they issue 10 million shares, the shorts can finally get out. And then there's no pressure for it to go up. Ryan, stock, you know, Ryan Cohen's options don't mean a thing, uh, even if he puts in more money, because retail can't buy 10 million shares. They just can't. And if they do, there's just not enough money there to do it. So, what do I say on this one? If you've gotten in, if you're trading it, kudos, high five. If you're making money, I I, I love you. The The reality of this is don't tip me on this one <laughs> because I, I would steer you clear of this one. I, again, I'm a boomer. I, I just celebrated my 52nd birthday. Um, I am not somebody who's trading in this. My cousins who are in their 20s, they're absolutely trading in this. I guarantee you. Uh, I think my cousin, Nicole, uh, probably tweet it or put it out on Instagram that she bought it yesterday. She's doing great on it. Um, take your money. Take your profit. Make sure you are taking your profits on this one. I would tell you, every 10 to 15%, take profits, buy back in on a dip. Even on this one, here's, you know, here's a perfect example. You could have bought this morning at $20. As it went up to $23, you saw a pullback. So sell at $23. It's a huge profit. 
That's a, that's a what, 15, 16% profit right there? Sell at 23. It dipped back down to 22. Buy it at 22. Because you had the confirmation right there below the 20-day uh, the on a five-minute chart. Buy it back at 22. Wait for it to go up. It went up to 26. Boom. Take another 15% profit. That's all within 20 minutes. Then, then you know, wait for it to come back down. It did back down to 24. Buy it at 24. You had the confirmation that you could buy it because it was dipping down. And, and now you're at 28. <laughs> uh, 52 week high is 30 which was set uh, August 26th of last year it's going to hit that today it's going to hit 30 but this is the crazy one I, I don't want to see you guys get stuck in this one if you are trading this one get out take some profits um, you know one of the things that I constantly have issues with and, and every trader does is you stay in it too long and so, you know, your 10% your profit that you had, uh, you don't take it. And all of a sudden, you're 20% down because the market kind of turned on you. Well, that's normal. You know, everybody does it. Now, you Vixie today. Uh, yesterday, it closed at 898. It's up to 916. The VIX is at 20. That VIX doesn't necessarily want to go to 30 anymore. I always said, hey, the VIX wants to be at 30. I think that VIX is looking for 24 or 25. That's still 20% up. Uh, you VIXI, I think you buy it here, anything under $10, I think it goes to $10 within the next month. Um, you know, again, do you buy and hold these? I don't tend to tell people that. But the VIX is just too damn low. Volatility has to come back. It's up 4% today alone. Um, volatility has to come back into the market. So let's look at our scans. And, and if you were on Twitch, I kind of showed you where I go in TrendSpider to look at scans. Um, the first one that we have is a company that I used at Earthlink and um, for some of our uh, customer contacts. And it's Twilio. We used it um, to optimize our IVR. And Twilio is fantastic. As a software company, I love it. You had a MACD cross up here at 86.76. Here's the thing. The algorithm doesn't make you money. The algorithm loses you 40%. But if you bought and hold, held, you lost 65%. This is putting in some type of capitulation bottom. Uh, now, they are not making money. Let me see. They're a software company. Um, I will tell you exactly what they do. They are not making money. Their forward PE right now is 419. Um, Twilio, together with its subsidiaries, provides cloud uh, cloud communications platform that enables developers to build, scale, and operate customer engagement within software applications in the United States and internationally. Its customer engagement platform provides a set of application programming interfaces that handle the higher-level communications logic needed for nearly every type of customer engagement. Um, voice, messaging, video. I loved, listen, I can't tell you enough about the software. The software is unbelievable. This stock was trading um, back in November at $320. It is an $86 uh, stock right now. It didn't deserve the $320. Performance year to date, you've lost 67%. You are only 12% off your 52-week lows. You are 76% off your 52-week highs. $77 to 373 now, in the chart, you do have a MACD cross-up. The last one, two, three, the last three buys were losses. Um, the buy before that one was only a 1% gain, even though you probably could have taken a significantly higher gain. The algorithm just got you out. But there hasn't been a lot of wins. So uh, within 1,000 candles, there were 31 positions, 9 wins, 22 losses. The average loss was 6%. So it is risky. This is one that I would tell you to trade. Um, if you wanted to buy it and hold it, I, I do think, again, um, my personal opinion about Twilio is the software is absolutely spot on what any company needs. Um, I loved it. We used it for all of our customer communications at Earthlink. Um, it was new when the new management took over Earthlink. I really, really liked it. Now, uh, another MACD cross-up that I found, um, and I think that Twilio was from the ARC Holdings, and this one too is from the ARC Holdings. 
K-I-N-D, Kind, which is Nextdoor Holdings, which if you know uh, Nextdoor, it is the alt-right home of every Karen um, that's in your neighborhood. Um, They want to talk to the manager. They want to run the HOA. They want to talk to anybody that they can yell at. Uh, And it is just a horrible, horrible place. Now, uh, I'm not a fan of this, so I will not be investing in it. Uh, The reason I picked it um, is because the average win is 6% and there were just not a lot of uh, MACD cross-ups today. So, um, you know, the RSI is at 56, the last one, two, three. Uh, for the last four trades have been five, last five trades, six, um, the last six trades have been negative. So you only had, um, five, you know, five wins. Uh, I really wanted to bring it up just because I wanted to say the home of Karen's (laughs) because it is the home of Karen. Now, one that I do like today, um, which came up is an ETF, and I scanned all uh, ETFs, uh, and you can do that in TrendSpider and the Market Scanner, is I scanned all U.S. ETFs. One that came up is DRIP, D-R-I-P. DRIP like in uh, water drop, DRIP. Uh, DRIP is a great one. It came up with a $17.43 price. Now, you do lose 87% on this over 1,000 candles. Buying and holding loses you 96%. Your average win is 16%, though. Now, there were only six wins on this. Um, the the trade bef- the last trade was a negative down 14% from $19. It went down to about, um, it got you out at about $16. So it was a 14% loss. But the one before that, it got you in at about $13.97. Uh, and it got you out with a 60% gain, 6-0. Uh, up to 23. And that was from June 9th all the way up to um, uh, July 19th. And so, you know, again, this is oil and gas exploration. Let me see if Finviz has a description of it. Um, Do they have ETF? Yeah. The fund invests in swap agreements, futures contracts, short positions, or other financial instruments that in combination provide an inverse or short levered exposure to the index equal to or at least 80% of the fund's net assets plus borrowing for investment purposes. The index is designed to measure the performance of the oil and gas exploration and production sub-industry determined basics. So this is a short inverse. Um, ETFs, uh, February 25th, Harbor Adds corporate culture fund. I mean, you know, again, this is a short year to date. You're down 67%, 52, you're 31% above your uh, 52 week low, 85% above your, below your 52 week high. Um, I think it's interesting. Am I putting money into this? I have enough money in oil and gas. This is a, sounds like it's a short on the oil and gas and that's why you've made so much money. Um, I am big on energy. If you're not big on energy, this one looks good. Um, Another one that I found that I am not investing in, but I wanted to bring up CDNS, Cadence Design Systems. Um, And I will read you their um, description from Finviz. Uh, Cadence Designs provides software, hardware, services, and reusable integrated circuit design blocks worldwide. The company offers functional verification services, including emulation and prototyping hardware. Its functional verification offering consists of Jasper Gold, a formal verification platform. I have no idea what all this says. Uh, they just had a MACD cross-up. Now, uh, Wolf Research uh, initiated coverage with an outperform of a $210 price point. If you look at this stock, it is crazy. Since June 22nd, when you had a buy-in on this one, and I'm just going off the charts. This is nothing... There's no news, no catalyst that I'm looking at. I'm just looking at the chart. You had a $147 price uh, price buy-in on June 22nd. You're at 192 today. Crazy good move. Um, you're at 52-week highs. The uh, Wolf Analyst came out with a $210 price point um, where they initiated coverage. Most of the other uh, research, if you go on Finviz, they've blown away and, and passed. 
Now, um, their forward PE is 41. It's not super high. Um, I, you know, I looked at in, in, um, fidelity. Let's look, I did look this up. I just forget. Um, CDNS, let's look at their competitors. Um, oh, come on. Fidelity CDNS. I'm not looking for investment ideas. Um, comparisons. I don't think it came up. It did synopsis SNPS, um, ANSS, um, CEVA. K-E-Y-S, these are all, now the PEs on this one, um, CDNS is at 46. The industry average is 57, which is interesting. Now, the beta, which is basically your risk score, is 1.42. It's the highest in the industry. The industry is 1.01. It's got a great, great forward-looking optimist, uh, you know, lookout. It's just run so much. Again, check out this chart and you'll look at it. Ever since June 22nd, it's just been on fire. There's been a couple of pullbacks where you had opportunity. There's a gap here between 167 and 170. Um, You know, again, just from a charting perspective, I probably wouldn't get into this. The RSI is at 75. It's way overbought. But I brought it up because those were the only four scans that I found today. Uh, What I would trade today, you Vixie. I think we're due for a, a, a little bigger of a pullback. Um, I, I'd throw in you, Vixie, again, if you buy it here at about 9, um, I think you're looking at 10 probably by the end of the month at some point. I think you're looking at 10. Uh, Bed, Bath & Beyond, I wouldn't touch. Let's see where it's at now. Um, I, I think when you open, it's at 27. It's come down from its 28. I think you open up at 30. I think you get to probably 40 today. Am I throwing money at it? I may throw $100 at it. Honestly, I may get in the game just to be one of you guys. Um, okay, what else do I have to talk about? Uh, Roblox. Let's look at Roblox because I brought that one up Monday. Uh, RBLX, uh, it's been in downward. I said it was overbought. But long term, I think you're still good on RBLX. Um, they did have a MACD cross-up. Uh, the problem with all these MACD cross-ups is the market. Um, they, Roblox announced earnings, and they've kind of hit that that little top. Um, the problem with all of these cross-ups here is the market has just run up so much. The only positives I have, Ruth Chris um, in my portfolio is a positive. Um, that's probably because the ex-dividend date is coming up. VTRS, which is up just slightly. But those are the only two positive I have in my portfolio. Um, and Ruth Chris, by the way, uh, great stock to trade. Um, buying and holding, you made 138%. Um, your average win is 15.59%. You're in this one, and I don't bring it up because I only have a little bit of money in it, but you're, uh, you're buying on this, the algorithm, July 15th. At $16.01, you're at $20. I mean, shit, 20%. I'll take that in, what, a month? It's one month. Uh, and, and guys, you know, just, just let me make sure you guys know this. I'm no genius. Uh, I look at charts. I understand charts. Do I know exactly when to buy and, hold and, and, and sell? Absolutely not. Even charts can't tell you that. Uh, all charts do is give you a, a, a benefit, kind of a, a level up, so you can have your conviction. You need a plan. Uh, you need a, an action. So your plan is, hey, um, so Ruth Chris, let's take Ruth Chris and let's take a look at this. Ruth Chris, if I look at the four hour and I say, okay, $16, looks like a great buy, but this one slipped all the way from 22 all the way down to 16. How do I know 16 is the bottom? Well, I don't, but macroeconomics would tell you on July 15th, hey, we might be going into something. And that thing jumped from 16 to 18 within like three days. Um, Well, I'm sorry, seven days, within a week, 16 to 18. Great move. It dropped all the way back down to 16, uh, 16, 13. Um, And so would I have gotten out? Probably would have gotten out and gotten my profits, but the algorithm doesn't get you out because again, it's got 
some moving averages in there. So to get you out, it's got some moving averages that will keep you in even through these little downturns. I probably would have gotten out at around eh, 17 if I bought it 16. Um, I would have gotten scared, gotten out. Now, am I getting out? No. Uh, I've held Ruth Chris. Let's go back to my portfolio. I bought Ruth Chris back during the uh, the pandemic, and it was a super, super small position. Um, Ruth Chris, I would trade um, about, I think, $2,000 every now and then, and I would put more into it. I would constantly take money out. Um, I would put more into it, constantly take it out. Yeah, this um, $1,300, I bought it. Uh, June 8th of 2020. Remember, every fucking restaurant was going out of business June 8th. Uh, I bought it at 1329. It has gone down. It has gone up. I would have been better off trading this. I still hold that um, $1,300, but because I took some short selling, um, meaning short positions, I took some uh, capital gains on short side rather than the long side. I kept the long side. You can do that in a brokerage portfolio. Um, if you need help with that kind of, you know, ask your, do, do a little research, go into um, Google and do long-term capital gains versus short-term capital gains and whatever benefits you. It took me, uh, because I had lost some on a short side, I took some um, uh, some of my gains with Ruth Chris and I wrote it off against the short side. Again, it's it's tax stuff. If you don't know tax stuff, get yourself a professional tax, uh, tax guy, a couple hundred bucks. He'll do all of that stuff for you, optimize everything for you. Um, but I took some short side. Um, so I still hold this long position, which was $1,000, uh, which is now $2,000. So, uh, but it's at 13. I would have been way better off when you take a look at this chart and I'll go from a four hour to a daily. Uh, and the daily, you can obviously see that 15 uh, is putting in a bottom um, you know, it, it definitely, it was capitulating here between, um, 15 and about 18. Um, my guess is this run gets us up to 22. Um, I don't think it's crazy. Their ex-dividend date is coming up August 18th. They just announced their earnings, 44 cents per share, much, much better. Uh, if you guys haven't had a steak at Ruth Chris, they just slop it in butter. Uh, I am mostly meat free. I'm not going to save a cow by not eating. If somebody wants to take me to Ruth Chris, high five. I'll, I'll take a steak all day long, uh, for corporate dinners used to get taken there all the time. Um, but then you go back to a weekly and if you go to a weekly on Ruth Chris, you can clearly see that we're capitulating here between 16 and 23. Um, and, and, and we're kind of at the low here and if the market is going to continue to take off, we're going back to that $28, $30 mark on Ruth Chris. Um, the restaurant will get back to its highs of 31 32 I will be selling probably at 30 On this run, if we hit 25 I may take some profit in that one. I, I kind of need some cash. So daddy needs some new shoes. That's what I say. Um, so... I've gone on long enough, 57 minutes. You guys got some good voice quality. You, you know, people on Twitch, you got dogs, me baby talking to dogs, 74 minutes of this stuff. Uh, I'm going to upload this one. Again, today I would probably play you Vixie. Um, that would be my thing. Bed, Bath & Beyond, if you want to throw some, some money into that one, I think we're hitting 30 um, at some point today. You're at 26. Um, there, again. You're going to get the rug pulled out of you. Uh, at some point, you will get the rug pulled out of you. I'm seeing Bed Bath & Beyond month-to-date uh, up 430%. AMC up 70%. GameStop up 25%. You retailers, high five, all you kids. I need to go into my Discord chat and just see if those guys are trading this stuff. But uh, you've got your stuff. I will be back tomorrow. I will do the podcast. Um Friday and maybe traveling. I'm heading to Florida for my buddy's wedding. So I'm doing a road trip. So if you're listening to me, take care. Uh, happy trading. Be happy that we've had the past couple of months. I am much, much happier. Uh, I am still not back to uh, where I was um, uh, at the beginning of the year. Let me see if I can, I can do this beta experience, I think. Um, 
Let me see. Summary. And then I click beta view. And we'll click. We've made some improvements. And year to date, I think I'm down 11%. 11.48 year to date. One year, I'm down 4.9%. So, um, again, one month, I'm up for 15%. And again, this is my portfolio. So, and this is why I don't want to do screen capture because you, uh, you millennials will see my portfolio. <laughs> it's all about privacy, guys. Google knows my portfolio. So, in fact, I, I think I need to start that again. I do have a Google, um, uh, a Google page, Finance Watch, which I think I can share. I'll figure that out. But. I'm going to start working on the, the um, this weekend. I'll, I'll look into the newsletter. I promise. It just seems like a lot of work. But I think this was more of a personal update than anything. Take care, guys. I will talk to you tomorrow.